think I have it all figured out? (laughs) Think again. In this week's episode, we're going to talk through some of my early childhood experiences that have caused me to say I'm a recovered perfectionist. Mind Your Energy is for you, the woman who is ready to break up with the busy life to reclaim a vibrant, full one. Fuel your motivation, mind, and heart with stories and strategies to confidently show up as your best self. I'm Mary Zargarian, a certified life and mindset coach, NLP, EFT, and Reiki practitioner. As Mindset Mary, I'll be bringing you conversations around mindset, self-love, energy mastery, and personal growth. Together, we will let go of perfectionism, self-doubt, and burnout to live a life of more confidence, alignment, and fun. Are you ready for what comes next? Let's get started. Hi friend, how are you today? It's been a little while. This episode did not come out on Wednesday like I usually intend. (laughs) Um, And I think I'm okay with that. And it's going to tie in hand in hand with today's topic. Hi, I'm Mary and I'm a recovered perfectionist. Yeah, I don't say I'm recovering. I say recovered. Um, Let's talk a lot about perfectionism for a minute. And I know we did in last episode with um, our beautiful friend Shoni. We talked about what it meant to be a perfectionist, what it meant to have perfectionist tendencies, what it meant to get to the core of why we seek perfection. But I wanted to come on here a little bit and share my own personal story and connection to this behavior, this thought pattern, because it's a long one. (laughs) This one is clearly one that resonated throughout most of my life. I say most of my life because now here I am at 40 and I don't feel like I have those same perfectionist tendencies that I used to. If anything, I probably have like overcorrected and I need to kind of find my balance in that. But anyways, so many people know I grew up in a military family. Yeah, my dad is American. My mom is Filipina. Um, grew up in a military family and we moved every three years. And so really the only core group that you have through that experience as a child is your family. You have friends, but friends come and go. You have homes, but those homes are temporary. And so there's a lot there as a child that you come to recognize like this too will pass. Like if this is good, it won't last. If this is bad, just hang on because in a couple years, you'll be moving on to the next place. And I don't think I ever had a place that was bad. Um, There's good memories in each place. However, again, this, even the good will pass. Like even this will change. Change is constant. Change means life is evolving. Um, It's just, I was on kind of a set schedule every three years we got up and moved. So I was born in North Carolina. We moved to Okinawa, Japan. That's where my younger brother was born. Um, Georgia, Michigan, San Diego. After I finished high school, we moved up north a little bit more, just north of San Diego. And then when I finished college, I got up and moved up to the San Francisco Bay Area where I am at now. But even when I moved up to San Francisco, oh my goodness, I've moved I don't even know how many times I'm trying to count, but I'd have to press pause and come back with the number. Um, I'm trying to just have this episode be flowy. Yeah. See, I'm a recovered perfectionist. 
throughout all of that moving and also being of a biracial background, um, I faced a lot of things growing up. There were a lot of like inner thoughts and beliefs that I formed around don't get too comfortable because this isn't going to last. Show up and adapt and be who they need you to be to make this experience a good one so that you can move on to the next one already. Uh, And then also not feeling like I was white enough, not feeling like I was Filipina enough. There was a lot, especially as a a female, there was just a lot of internal (laughs) battles going on. But those get deeply rooted into who you are when you're forming yourself as a young adult through your adulthood. And like I said, I'm now at 40 and I am feeling comfortable in my own skin, but it was a long road to get here. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about that experience and what I'm recognizing now as I'm reflecting, looking back on it, trying to connect in with my inner child, trying to heal some of the conditioning and hurts that's come from it over the years. One thing that my family used to joke about when I was an adult already um, was that I had controlling, like perfectionist tendencies. I like borderline, I would say obsessive compulsive because everything had to have its place. I had to control everything. Everything had to be an exact position that I left it. Um, Even my husband, when we first got engaged and moved in with each other, he would tease me by leaving all of the kitchen cabinets open before he left for work in the morning because I would come downstairs and be like, ah, (laughs) I would just see them and like freak out. Um, But it was all because I was pursuing having control over situations and things and sometimes even feeling like I had to try to control people to be honest, because I didn't feel like I had control growing up. I didn't feel like I had control over what was going to happen next. And so as an adult, I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to control everything. (laughs) I want to wake up every day and know what I can expect because knowing what you can expect feels safe, feels grounded, feels secure, right? I can go into my day with a little more confidence because I wasn't very confident. Because I didn't know who I was. Because for so many years, I tried to adapt and shape and be somebody, depending on the environment, depending on the people, trying to please others in order to be accepted, trying to find my home. Yeah, this is a very deep episode. And it's my realization now as a more mature adult, (laughs) I would say, that this was a pattern in my life because I can tell you that it did not usually work out in my favor. Here I am at 40 now finding what I like, what I don't like, who I am, like what am I okay with? What makes me feel comfortable in my skin? What what do I favor in this world? And I didn't try to do that kind of like inner soul searching when I was younger. No, I looked wherever I was, whoever I was with, I looked for external validation, external approval for people to tell me what I should be doing, what I should be wearing, what music should I be listening to, what places should I be hanging out at. And I really wish that I had met someone early on who helped me see that that was a pattern that was not going to be working out in my favor. 
it would have helped me save so much heartache, so much regret, the nights of ruminating over those negative experiences and negative thoughts, all of the nights of worrying like, okay, how do I need to be tomorrow? What do I need to say? Stressing over every little detail of life, the countless hours of overworking and burning out and and feeling like I need to do 150% at my job in order to be seen, in order to be valued, in order to receive rewards and recognition and compensation. Oh my goodness, so much of that. It goes through careers, it goes through relationships, it goes through like trying to find the right home to fit in, like going back to I've moved many, many times. Just so much of that. I used to think that my value and my worth was how much people accepted me for what I thought was who I am, but it wasn't who I am. It was who they wanted me to be. I thought my value and my worth at work was, okay, I just put my head down, be quiet and do a really good job, even obsessing over the little details and people would see me, they would find value, they would promote me, they would give me access to training so I can improve my skills. And I learned, especially in the corporate world, that does not happen. I'm a career portfolio director by day in my corporate job, but that doesn't happen. I hear so many stories of people who come to me all the time and they're like, Mary, okay, you're the career director. So help me understand the situation I'm in. And it's always the same pattern is like, I work hard, but then now I become too valuable for me to not be in the role that I'm in today. And so they keep me in. Or I worked hard. No one had a conversation with me about what I really want to do. Yeah, I work hard, but I don't really love the work that I do. I just value working hard and being seen. And they made me a manager, but I don't want to manage people. Does that mean I have to leave the company? There's so many things that come up. Instead of us holding space to be comfortable with who we are, to be valued as who we are, to not feel like we need external validation anyways. Instead of having a safe conversation about what we want, what we desire, how can we support each other to get there, we make assumptions. And those assumptions are usually wrong, at least in the cases of those conversations I've had. And at least in the case for me, the assumptions are usually wrong. Or sometimes you have the conversation and you feel like, eh, I wasn't heard. They did what they wanted to do anyways. And this podcast episode isn't a venting episode. It's not. It's just me saying that I recognize these patterns in myself and others, that I see them now. And it's easier to say, yeah, you see them looking back, right? It's hard to see them in the moment. Or is it? I'm creating a new program called Unstoppable. And actually, honestly, (laughs) I was launching it last week as a four-week experience. Ended up stopping it because of some personal family matters, um, that went on earlier this week. And I decided to, to pull that back. Let's cancel and postpone that for now. And I'm actually glad I did because I'm realizing now that the intent, the transformation that I want for women in Unstoppable is deeper than a four-week experience. And so I'm actually going to expand it. It's going to be likely at least a three-month experience, if not more. And it's going to be a safe space for all of us to reflect back and look back and say, okay, these patterns showed up, these outcomes showed up in my life. How can I see them for what they are and understand the root behavior and thoughts that I had that make these patterns show up time and time again? 
Because when we're thinking about the concept of consciousness, it's whatever thoughts you're putting out there, it's energy. It's energy, especially when those thoughts, those beliefs show up in the form of behaviors that you are taking. It's energy that's putting out there and getting certain energy coming back to you, certain results from your actions. And so helping women and unstoppable, and even myself, I I self-coach through every experience that I coach others through. I look at it and I reflect back on the coaching experience and think, how does this show up true for me? So I can always be improving myself and living my higher truth and helping others do the same. And so Unstoppable is going to be a three or four month container for us to just dig in deeper, build awareness about what those patterns and thoughts are, like work on our own energy, work on our own internal healing, overcoming some of those self-sabotaging patterns, right? Perfectionism, our need for control, our need to show up and and be seen and valued and have external validation. Some of those things are are self-sabotaging things because they will stand in your way from feeling powerful as you are. They will stand in your way from playing big. They will stand in your way from knowing who you are and living your own truth. And so this program and experience is going to help women expand beyond that recognize the potential they have to just be who they are and get clear on who they are. Who is that heart-centered you? What do you value? What do you most desire in life? What do you feel like is holding you back? And how can I help you? So that's going to be the Unstoppable program. I'm still trying to work through some details behind the scenes. It's more like in my mind (laughs) Um, and trying to figure out how that all comes together. But when I'm coming back to this topic that we started with, with I'm a recovered perfectionist, I no longer say I'm recovering. For the past couple of years, I would say I'm a recovering perfectionist and try to get through those details. But now I I learn how to be intuitive and tap into my own energy. What is my body trying to tell me? Where is my mind at today? And how can I help it heal? How can I help today feel good and in flow? How can I enjoy today? How can I appreciate the moment that I'm in as opposed to Worrying about what happened in the past or worrying about what might happen tomorrow. It's all about how you live today because tomorrow is not guaranteed. The past is already gone. So just worry about today. How can you show up today and live your best day yet? Okay. Well, I want to share a couple of updates before we wrap up this episode. Okay. So we're going to wrap up this season of Mind Your Energy podcast with next week's episode, season two, episode 20. And then I'm going to take a summer break because I did that last summer. I needed it last summer with everything going on with the pandemic, the shutdown, settling in and recognizing that this was going to be more of a longer term situation for us. And here we are still a year later. Um, And I just needed the summer off. I just needed to be present with my family, like sort through my heart, sort through my head, um, find more balance in life and figure out what that looked like for us. And I'm glad I did because I came back and the podcast was still there. You were still there. So I thank you. And I'm going to do the same this summer. I think this is just going to be a cyclical thing for the podcast is learning how to follow the lead from Mother Earth, (laughs) from nature and say, we have seasons. We all have seasons. And this is going to be my season. The summer will be my season of being present and focusing my energy in other places of my life and my business. So I'm going to take this season off 
from the podcast and come back in the fall with more and better. But when I come back, I'm likely going to come back with intention. I'm going to have a series of episodes that follow a certain theme. And you can bet, (laughs) I was like, bet your belly. That's not even a phrase. What is that? You can bet (laughs) that those episodes will come back and they will be talking about burnout and self-sabotage. Specifically, recognizing when some of these patterns of perfectionism, control, external validation, not seeing ourselves for who we are and what we want. There's so many, you guys, there's so many on that list. How those stand in the way and cause us to have a life that's busy and overwhelmed and burning us out. Burnout is the thing that I am here to help all of us overcome. Because we all face burnout at some point. So how do we recognize the signs that we are on that path? And how do we course correct before it's too late? All right. (sighs) Thank you for listening. If you made it all the way through this far, I'm going to wrap us up with an affirmation. Now, this is a phrase, an affirmation that I say when I practice EFT, emotional freedom technique or tapping. And if you're less familiar with what that is, I will link back to the episode where we talk more about what that is and how I use it. I deeply and profoundly love myself. Self-love will help you overcome this need to control things in your life, this need to be perfect, this need to feel like tomorrow is predictable. Loving yourself and knowing that no matter what happens, you will be okay because you will not let yourself down. You will figure it out is the best medicine you can give yourself. I deeply and profoundly love myself. All right. I will catch you in next week's episode and it will be a good one because I will have my husband on with me. We're going to do kind of a, a recap and reflection of how things have been going as we close out the season. See you next week. If you liked today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review. This will help me know what topics are really resonating with you and make sure I'm lining up more great things as we go along.